Welcome back to the Affirming Your Grief podcast, where it's okay to feel your feelings wherever you are in your grief journey. This is a safe space where believers can come and bear their true feelings about loss and grief without being judged. Grief isn't exclusive to physical death, so in this space, we will talk about loss of identity, ending of friendships, changing family dynamics, and so much more. Each week, we will come together and learn how to navigate through the waves of grief so that you can thrive in your everyday lives. So grab your tissues and your wine as we laugh, cry, and affirm our grief together. episode we're gonna do something slightly a little different um she allowed me well first and foremost my name is latarius prince um she's allowed me to actually anchor this one um so we're not particularly freestyling but we are gonna try to tackle something that's been on my mind personally uh once again my name is latarius prince this is jasmine baker's podcast but uh jasmine say hello real quick hey y'all Hey, y'all. But um, <clears throat> recently we had a conversation, um, and that conversation kind of holds around daddy issues, right? And mm-hmm. my particular question to her was, do an absent father can be an extension of grief? Her response was, absolutely. Absolutely. And to an added, you know, I'm very curious in that because I never had a father around, as, as most of us, uh, especially in the black community, brown community. So um, this is a very common thing. Um, and if before I actually touch on or go further in my experience and not having a father around, um, maybe she can give you a basis of what that may look like, uh, Jasmine, if you will. Of how an absent father needs to be grieved yeah yeah yes yes okay yeah yes okay so um an absent father is is a very it's something that affects you long term affects you in your childhood affects you growing up it affects you once you become an adult um i think sometimes when we reach adulthood we kind of pretend like it didn't shape how we are as an adult even though it does it shapes who you became as a man it shapes your relationships how you treat people how you interact with people all that because typically those are things you learn as a child from your father your dad how you're supposed to interact with people especially women Mm -hmm. so not having that person in your life to shape your character and responses and things like that is something you have to grieve because you had to find it somewhere. Mm. Um, either you had to learn it on your own, you had to seek out other replacement relationships, you had to look it up somehow, you had to trial and error or learn from what you saw you didn't want to happen. Regardless, you had to find it somewhere and that can turn into a sense of resentment. Like, I wouldn't have had to do all of this if I just had my dad at home to show me. Um, so having that absence there and then having to fill it yourself when a parent should have automatically done that, um, you need to grieve the fact that you even have to do that. Mm. That's a responsibility that you should not have had to take on, that you had to, because somebody wasn't there that should have been there. 
So that's one aspect that you have to grieve. Then just not having a relationship with your dad, period. There's stuff that you didn't get to experience with your dad. There's life that happened that he wasn't there for, that you didn't get to seek advice about, that you didn't get to celebrate with, that you didn't get to hear him say, I'm proud of you, that you didn't get to see how to um, have somebody in your corner, no matter what, that you could always depend on. Um, You know, your dad is somebody that's supposed to be there, like as a stable, um, stable voice or stable presence that you didn't have. So there's a lot that comes along with that absence from him not being there all the time. And which that was amazingly put. And that's exactly why I asked you that question because me, myself, I, I didn't have the knowledge or the backing or the understanding to know how deep this can go. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, this episode will be a two part, um, not a two part, but like a two part question. Um, and I just kind of wrote it down there. But as she was speaking, I kind of, came to a resolution of my own here. So my first question is, and I'm going to expound on it before I have, have a Jasmine answer is, um, will I repeat that pattern? So what that means is, do I, will I inherit that cycle? Right? Mm-hmm. Because lo and behold, or high key, low key, however you want to call it, we do understand that kids kind of, take on the form of their father or mother. So can we can agree on that one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in so many ways. Some make it out, some do make it out, you know. And it do starts in the home. Sometimes you have a great home and the kids still kind of mess up and just do everything else, right? Mm-hmm. So, and because we, you know, just for example, <clears throat> my mother, uh, my mother, which she, she remarried, actually she wouldn't remarry, she's first married to her ex-husband, but um, they had a d- domestic, you know, a relationship. You know, it went to the point that he was beating on her. They were actually fighting back and forth, right? So, mm-hmm. very toxic relationship for almost 15 years. And me, growing up, thinking that that's, that's love, right? Mm-hmm. Because my mom either didn't have the courage to leave or he didn't have the, the courage to leave, whatever the case may be. So, me growing up thinking it was love and me had to... My mom didn't, you know, it was it was her finding God to realize that that's what not that, that wasn't what it was. So, mm-hmm. so but still, I have this I have this notion in my head that that's real love. Obviously, you got to beat on each other and they know that hey, I love you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, I'm gonna smack the hell out you, and then we have makeup sex. You know what I mean? That type of deal. And I'm thinking that's what it is. You know what I mean? Because you watch these black movies, you know, because mm-hmm. there's so much related to us. Shout out to Tyler Perry and. Other, other Will Packer and all these other great, you know, producers and directors who tell our story for us. But a lot of times it would be dri- drama driven, mm-hmm. right? It would be uh, 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 somebody crossing each other or somebody sleeping with somebody. Faith. Everybody got a faith in their family. <laughs> <laughs> Whole so time. Good. So food, right? <laughs> so everybody got a faith in their family. So, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, 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 linger this, but, but to kind of bring it back here is we, we, we have this repeating patterning that we see because we know children, children are, you know, they, they see, they see more than you think they, they do. You know what I mean? Cause parents always say, um, boy, you better, a girl, you need to stay in the child's place. Even though you're showing them adult 
activities. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You show them dog tag. You're, you're spearing that around them as far as you, you're gossiping around your kids or mm -hmm. you're cussing either your kids out or somebody around them. So they repeat this pattern because they feel like, well, if this is what it is to be a grown-up, let me get started now. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So me not having a father around, I'm thinking this, this is the norm, which is was the norm, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I didn't have the knowledge to understand that I can change it. I can break that cycle, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because, and uh, um, so I tell myself, would I repeat the pattern or, or I do something different? But I told myself, when I do something different or when I be an actual father, I don't want to harvest, and that's my second question is, how can I can, how can I how can I not harvest that grief or not have a relationship with my father? Which means is how do I move on, be a great father, and not resent him at the same time like hmm, this is how you do it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Rather than, hey, you know what, you wasn't there for me, but I'm gonna be an example to my child and how you can be there for your child, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I and, and it was and my mother was so great with it because she never said, don't go see your father, or he ain't is, she that and third. He's like, call him if you want to call him, if you want to call you, uh, if you want to call you for the longest, he, he denied you, he, he was oldest. Uh, but I always had this hip-hop mentality is, I ain't got no father, and F him, he wasn't there, he ain't getting no money, and when I make it, this, that, and the third, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I guess my, my first question is, will I repeat the pattern? And my second question is, how can I not harvest it also? Uh, if I don't repeat the pattern. So um, I'll let her answer uh, to the best of her ability because um, we both had some issues in the area and I won't tell her story because maybe that's a different episode for her to tell her story on that end. But my first question is, um, and I don't know if it's a question, maybe it's a discussion. And will I repeat the pattern or will we repeat the pattern? Because I'm pretty sure it's who who's listening may have the same situation, but I'll let her answer and maybe give her thoughts on it first, and then we'll uh, give my thoughts on it. Okay, so this is really good. Will I repeat the pattern? I think that immediately when you ask that question, um, it made me think of the age-old debate of nature versus nurture. Mm. So in social sciences realm, psychology, sociology, there's always been this debate about nature versus nurture. Nature is what you're pre-wired to do. It's in your DNA, it's in your genetics. It's just something that you inherit that you had no control over. Versus nurture is outside external factors, your environment, what you were exposed to, how you were raised, all that different stuff. Um, so when you think about, am I gonna repeat this? I feel like that's the debate of nature versus nurture. Genetically, did I inherit any, any qualities from my dad that will make me repeat um, his absence or the, the things that he did that led to him, me not having a relationship with him or the nurture side, because you said your mom never was bitter about it. She never painted him in a bad light. She never told you not to talk to him, anything like that. Um, which in theory would leave you to be more open to him versus had she been bitter, like he ain't nothing, you know, things like that. Um, also with the nurturing, um, you didn't have your dad with you, but you mentioned other men that you came across who taught you, who did teach you um, different things. Of course, it never replaces your actual dad, but you still had male influences in your life who did shape the person you are today. So it, it really comes down to which one is stronger within you personally, the nature side, mm -hmm. which would typically cause you to repeat it 
or nurture being, okay, I understand that my dad wasn't there. However, I did learn that toxic love is not it. Like I did learn that I don't have to beat you to show you that I love you. Um, I did learn how to um, show healthy love to a spouse, to children through those male interactions that I had. I did learn this and the third from everybody, from, from those nurturing external factors. And if that is what's stronger in you, then you wouldn't repeat it. If it were to be like, yeah, I saw all of this, but you still hold that resentment of your dad not being there, then that might make you revert back to um, nature. Because there are a lot of people who do repeat those patterns. But I feel like in those cases where people who didn't have fathers end up not being in their children's lives, or in the case of their father was there, but they always saw their dad beating their mom. And so they, in turn, get married and end up beating their wife. That was nature and nurture. Because nature, you saw your dad, or you had the same genetics as your dad. Nurture, you also physically saw it because he was there all the time. Mm. Um, so I think it just, it really depends on which one of those was stronger for you personally. It seems like your nurture is stronger. Um, just because from personal experience with you, you ain't never laid a hand on me because you want, you know, I'm crazy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just haven't done that. Talk so, <laughs> um, I would, from my personal opinion, I feel like you wouldn't repeat it because you were given a, a healthier nature, nurture than your nature. Okay. And to, to kind of pick it back off that and, and kind of further discussion with this right here is, uh, and either I'm one in a million or I'm one in a few. So how do one, how do one grabs hold of that nurture than nature? You know what I mean? If yeah. So, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How do one, how do we, and, and I can, and I, I, I'm going to agree with you, like I'm more nurtured, maybe because maybe I had a, 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 a loving and mm -hmm. God wholesome, you know, mm -hmm. woman call a mom. I think, I think so. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but there's a lot of those who don't have that. Right. right? So how, how, I mean, so either they, they just kind of just fighting, mm -hmm. you know, with, with no, you know, with, with no, with no coach. Mm -hmm. teaching you know mm -hmm. what I mean? they're just fighting you know mm -hmm. it's thing called life because we both know there's no uh guidelines to this mm -hmm. there's no actually itinerary to life you know what I mean? mm -hmm. they no just tell you do, book, yeah. right they just tell mm -hmm. you do good and, and you know you'll be okay like mm -hmm. what's that mean mm -hmm. so and, and i've seen and we, we and we both seen you know people who, who didn't have non-fathers mm -hmm. become millionaires mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. but you know obviously they went through a process so I'm not saying we both know a remedy to do this, mm -hmm. to, to navigate this grief of not having a father around, mm -hmm. so we don't, you know, repeat the cycle. Mm -hmm. But what are steps that you can probably provide to say, hey, you know, if there are steps to say, hey, this is how I think you should navigate, or you can use this to navigate mm -hmm. this grief of not repeating the cycle. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What What do you? What, what may you know? What, what can you give out? Um, I think, especially in the black and brown community, first of all, we have to talk about it. Amen. Um, and not just talk about it, but talk about it in a healthy, positive manner. Um, oftentimes we run into these, you know, bitter parents who speak bitter about the absent mm -hmm. other parent. And then all of that is being downloaded into those children. There's no way you can negatively speak about their other parent not being there 
and them not internalize that and then develop that resentment that you have. So we have to stop that. Even if you feel bitter towards the other parent, which I'm not saying you're not allowed to, you are, but we have to be careful with projecting that onto our children because then that repeats the cycle. Because if you're bitter and I see how you hurt my mom, I won't have nothing to do with you because I love my mom. My mom is there. However, she hates you. So because I'm loyal to my mom, I feel like I have to hate you too. That's damaging. Um, So we have to have these positive, more like it's how your mom was with you. No, he's not here. No, he might not have acknowledged you. However, he's still your dad. If you want that relationship, you can have it, right? But all at the same time, if you're upset at him, you're allowed to be upset with him. But there's a difference between being upset and being bitter. So to um, to clarify, right, is for a single mother, mm-hmm. you got to, I guess it starts with them. They have to mm-hmm. let go, move on. Mm-hmm. So you can't be the bitter uh, mm-hmm. baby mother. Mm-hmm. He's That person no longer there. Mm-hmm. So now you have to spew this positive inside your, your kids, mm-hmm. your kids' atmosphere because you can't, because we, we, we've seen this play out on mm-hmm. both sides. Mm-hmm. All your mommy is, she using you against me mm-hmm. for money. Mm-hmm. All your daddy is, because mm-hmm. he ain't paying nothing, this mm-hmm. and the third. We like, okay, they're just a civil war for no reason, right? So these moms need to get healing and therapy first. I think, and, and I agree. I agree. I, I think it starts with who has a child. Mm-hmm. Right, and mm-hmm. of course we want both ends to be yeah. what's next. But who has a child? Mm-hmm. You, you, you have the narration mm-hmm. for that son or daughter. Hey, your daddy was around. Doesn't that, that doesn't cost for you to be, mm-hmm. you know, this, that, and the third. It doesn't cost for me to be this, that, mm-hmm. and the third. But you can't give what you don't have. You can't give what you don't have. So if you're pouring from a broken place, you don't. You can't. You can't give positive. Positive from you being negative. I swear that's perfect. Perfectly said. So if you haven't dealt with how you feel, if you haven't processed how you feel, if you haven't accepted and made a conscious decision that even though it didn't work out, I'm going to do what's best for myself because I deserve to be happy as well as my children, you can't give them that same thing. To, you can't model that. You can't emulate it. You can't be that example for them. So all you're going to give them is the negative and the bitter and the hurt and the broken. So we tell this. So and and perfectly said so we tally this line of he needs to take care of you mm-hmm. but also how do I not use my child as a weapon mm-hmm. oftentimes we see women weaponize their child mm-hmm. in order you know in order to get back at the bed are you gonna pay for this child mm-hmm. ooh, ooh, ooh. but mm-hmm. you know but we all know be careful who you lay with mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and and, and and you know this we, we can speak on this for another time. That's <laughs> that's a definite hole in the discussion um, because we, we have to tally that line uh, uh, tediously because mm-hmm. we don't have ch- we, we know we have our first child. Uh, we got our first child coming up, <laughs> but so uh, and we have an experience to be we have we have the knowledge. Uh, I definitely want someone on here who's who we've gone through that kind of yeah. give us more insight. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we're just kind of outside looking in. But yeah. to kind of bring it back here is. Uh, and I think we kind of agree that it does start with the home. Start starts with the person who has the child, mm-hmm. and 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 go from there. Oftentimes, also too, also too. There have been times when the, the uh, it's been times because I say this, say this right mm-hmm. about the mother because there have been times where the father have come to his senses. Like, mm-hmm. All right, let me it, maybe years down the line. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me try to get back in touch with my mm. my child. Mm-hmm. The mother been so far gone. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you want to come back now, now. or or yeah. yeah, yeah, or or you, or you spilled all this negative mm-hmm. about you know about him to your 
uh, to your offspring, mm-hmm. and now they and, don't have nothing to do and with they it. have an, a negative connotation about their father already. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now they, they going in with a, a hatred, mm-hmm. a hatred vibe. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and, and, and and he's coming in with a, I know what I messed up, but I'm mm-hmm. trying to make it right. Mm-hmm. Now there's no room for error. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that can put a hold, a stronghold on a. A son, in particular, and a and a and a daughter, of course, goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Now, you know what I mean. That can go. You know how do I how do how do I not repeat that cycle? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That can go a stronghold in that. Mm-hmm. So I think it. I, like I said, and I let you for this. I think it does start with you was father and child. But it definitely starts with who has a child mm-hmm. and the other way around, of course, because it's mm-hmm. not one way street; it's a two way street. Mm-hmm. Both need healing. Uh, even even the, even the child need healing. Yes. You know what I mean, but you, I'm I'm living proof that you don't have to repeat the cycle. Right. But I'm not you. Mm-hmm. Said so that works. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, you don't have to repeat repeat the cycle. Mm-hmm. You have to tell yourself, mm-hmm. I cannot repeat this cycle. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that starts on it starts of who you're laying. To. <laughs> it really starts <laughs> who you're laying with. Mm-hmm. Who are you laying with? Mm-hmm. Baby girl, who you land with? Young King, who you land with? Check that background. Check who her mother is. Before y'all have to start having sex with people, bro, y'all need to go around their family. A lot of times, these these men and women going to repeat what they do in their family. Mm-hmm. Go check with them. Go sit with them. Talk to them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. If she do have children, how is she treating the mother? Of, uh, I mean, how is, how is she treating the father of the children? Mm-hmm. Is, is he around? Is he trying to be around? Is she, she talking crazy about him mm-hmm. to you? Trying to make you feel good? No, I can't let it on. Mm-hmm. Baby girl, you you're dealing with somebody that that has children. But you don't never see him with his kids. Come on, bro. What are we doing? Always oh, talking crazy about the baby mama. Oh, she ain't she mm-hmm. trying to woo 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 woo. Mm-hmm. Hey, ain't none of your business. You ain't gotta feel my fire. I got it. I know who I am. Be confident in who yourself. Mm-hmm. Get from around that. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Get from around that. So I'm sorry, I'm I don't want to go nowhere else. <laughs> you understand? Don't get from around mm-hmm. that. So it starts at who you lay with. Yeah. I think it really starts there. Yeah. And once you can get a a, a, a good idea in this and there, y'all grown. Y'all can do what y'all want. You know, mm-hmm. wrap it up if you ain't trying to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you go from there. You know what I mean? So it starts there to get a sense of who you're dealing with. And there's no, let me tell y'all right now, if y'all want a certain type of man, certain type of woman, go get that. Don't. Listen to the masses. If you if you're a black woman, you want a white boy, go get your white boy. You feel what I'm saying? They got nothing to do with me. I prefer me a black woman. Okay. Period. Whole time. You hear okay. me? And if you like them tall, short, do your thing. They ain't gotta <laughs> do it. That's just love on somebody. You feel what I'm saying? Get some love in your life. Uh, but in time, and I'm sorry we got all track. We can bring it back here. But <laughs> I, I I think it there's is ways to not repeat the pattern, but I think it's more certainly up to you to not not want to repeat the pattern. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, on that thing right there. Um, let's move on to the second part of that um, part of that statement. The second statement was, if, if y'all didn't know earlier, I said, when, because you got to speak, you got to speak positive, you got to speak, you know, affirmations in your life, man. When I, when I not repeat the pattern, if I'm saying it correctly, I'm saying that right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you be tripping, bro. I, just, <laughs> I swear to God. I can say there. Which there? But which there, though? Which there? Which because there? that matters. Is you there or they there? Like, okay. You know, okay, obviously. Are we going there? Right. Or. Just get some cereal. Sit down. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
So <laughs> when, when I do become a father, mm-hmm. and all those who are fathers, how do I not harvest that grief while mm-hmm. fathering? You feel um, what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. mm, uh-huh, I'm doing this because he wasn't there, so huh, right. take that, huh. Right. How, do, how do I just genuinely be that father than, than trying to be another man's father? I think that's a natural response when you become a dad to try to um, be purposeful about not being what he was or wasn't. But I think you have to be honest when those moments come with your intentions about what you're doing. Like, am I always saying yes to my child because I never heard that from my dad? Because if that's your motivation, if that's your reason, we need to fix that. Um, so I think you have to really get into your intent behind your parenting choices. Mm-hmm. And I think when you really be honest and evaluate your intent and your choices when you're parenting, I think that helps you to not try to do it just to prove him wrong or to prove to yourself or other people that you're not repeating the pattern that you're a better dad than he was. Cause really you, you just be you. I think if you just be who you are, um, this with, with anything, when you just be who you are, you don't have to prove anything to anybody. Um, and you don't have to walk around with a chip on your shoulder or anything like that. So I think, but I think it really boils down to, evaluating your why in your parenting choices and making sure they're coming from genuine places and not because you're trying to prove or make sure you're not anything like what your dad was or wasn't. That's perfectly. And, and to me to kind of, I let, I want to let her speak first, but then I want to give my, uh, as always, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) I want to give my backing because they always say, uh, only a man can teach a man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is is true to a degree because I think like knowledge can come from a baby as long as you receive it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, knowledge can come from a home as long, as long as you can receive it. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. I think you have to know who you are. Mm-hmm. Let's start there. And to know who you are, to know that if you have a problem, acknowledge that you do have a problem. Mm-hmm. What's the first step that we have? Acknowledging there's a problem. Acknowledging there's a problem, right? So when you acknowledge you have a problem, you take the steps to diminish that problem, mm-hmm. right? I can't say it's going to fully go Come away. Diminish, period. Dimin- <laughs> That's a big word. <laughs> I just looked it up. <laughs> so when you when you learn to uh, diminish that problem, I'm not saying it will entirely go away, right? But there are steps to keep it contained, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you know, and these these why is great to have good uncles, mm-hmm. good brothers live next door, mm-hmm. people to cut your hair, mm-hmm. pastors, mm-hmm. deacons, or just a mailman who you you've seen mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. your whole life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Good positive male role models. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of them around. Mm-hmm. Don't let the society tell you otherwise. I promise you that. Right. I don't care if you gotta watch a YouTube video. You understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? There's great positive role models around who can actually, you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can model yourself around. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you can't be dumb. That's not how this mm-hmm. works. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. only a man can see a man be a right. man. You feel what I'm saying? Right. If that makes any sense, hold on. Now. Um, I also wanted to add too. Yes. <clears throat> the thing about grief is that you can have two emotions coexist at the same time from a singular event. So say. Um, when Dallas gets to be 
don't know. Dallas is our daughter. It's our daughter. I'm right. daughter, yeah. <laughs> when she um, loses her first tooth or something, I don't know. And you're there and you're really excited about it. And it's like this big thing. Like, oh my gosh, our daughter just lost her first tooth, right? Mm-hmm. You can be excited in that moment. But just say all of a sudden you get this this wave of sadness because you realize that your dad wasn't there and you lost your first tooth. So now you have these two coexisting emotions. Like I'm excited because I'm seeing my daughter lose her first tooth, but I'm also remembering that my dad wasn't there for mine. Grief works that way and that's okay. It doesn't mean that you always have to be excited about everything that you're experiencing as a parent and you're not allowed to simultaneously process the fact that you miss those moments with that absent parent. I think if you try to pretend like those feelings aren't there, Mm. it's detrimental to you as a parent, you as a person, and you on your healing journey because grief doesn't have any ending point. So what I'm hearing is you want them diversity come through. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I I totally agree. You're gonna you're gonna need them challenges Mm -hmm. to know that you're you know solidify like Mm -hmm. okay, oh this real. Mm You know what I mean? And it's okay to have it's, good and bad emotions at the same okay time. It's okay. Good it's healthy. Emotions at the same time. Mm-hmm. That is 100% correct. People get this notion that you can't be vulnerable, mm-hmm. that you can't be sensitive, mm-hmm. that you can't be strong. Mm-hmm. Remember, 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 we as men and women, you know, especially coming from private areas, the hood, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got to be a gorilla 24 7. That's mm-hmm. a lie. Mm-hmm. That's a lie. You can't be a gorilla with your with your child twenty four seven, bro. And how this works? You gotta be goo goo ga ga. You know what I mean? You better not be goo goo ga ga with All my that. baby. Yeah, yeah. I bet you. <laughs> mm, kiss me. You love me. <laughs> <laughs> you <don't> love me. <laughs> All that. Yeah, yeah. It's okay to have these emotions. It's okay to challenge yourself and go through these. Mm-hmm. That's what it's there for. In order to know something, you got to go through something. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you have to understand yourself first. Mm-hmm. Come with terms of yourself. This is happening. I'm ready to go through it. Mm-hmm. And then that's also when you communicate to your partner. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm so excited that we just had this, but it also triggered me. Perfect. Your partner has to know you, and mm-hmm. you have to know your partner. Mm-hmm. Once That's a whole new episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot right there to unpack right there. You know what I mean? It is. I don't want to hold y'all too long on this episode right here because uh, hopefully, hopefully, she'll allow me to come on uh, more often. Oh, you can't get away now. You done inserted yourself. <laughs> done so. Inserted <laughs> so hopefully she'll allow me to come on more often and we'll have more um, more in-depth. We'll have fun episodes mm-hmm. if she allowed me to do kind of be the back person here in this and third. So, you can be co-host. I'm uh, to make a whole new Flyer, what you think, Sonny? I'm gonna hold you. This this episode, we just kind of did it off the fly, so it's actually supposed to be a test run. It's actually I'm supposed to be testing the mic, and And I'm sitting here half sleep, and he in this full in depth conversation. (laughs) I had to wake up real quick. You gonna get you gonna get this conversation anyway? So, but um, I would love to be a part two with this. Yes, Uh, definitely. We we can actually write some more things down and Mm kind of get it more in depth into it because, like I said, this is a a very surgical type of um, conversation. Everything she says and everything I try to say is, is definitely surgical uh, so we can break it down. Uh, some things are you know, simplified 
you know, it's gonna take too much thought. Just kind of get it done, of course. And we'll get more into like business aspect of things and something like that. So, but also, if you after listening to this, if you have any questions or any specific parts of this that y'all want us to hit, leave a comment or send an email. All of that information is in the show notes, so you can um, get that directly to us, and we'll address it on part two. We do have sponsors coming up. Um, I'll we'll be forgetting to... all this stuff. That's why you're here. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You know my business. My business. <laughs> um, we do have sponsors coming up. We also have sponsor spot, uh, spots. So if you are a upcoming business of some sort and if you need uh, some exposure. Air, exposure, airways to get through. I'm not saying we're the biggest company, but uh, we do have a, a core fan base. So uh, what she does, I'm talking about as if I'm a regular on here. You are. You're a regular, regular now. now yeah. So. Uh, any sponsors um, a couple things her book just got released she'll tell you more about that I forgot that too no worries baby you're pregnant <laughs> seven months and uh, at least I can do is do everything else at least I can do do everything else so uh, I have her kind of close it out there and she tell you everything she got going on what's coming up and if you are in the given mood you understand what I'm saying um, with the baby we do have a baby coming in, in, in two months so um Maybe three. Don't speed it up. Three, oh, three. months. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Jesus. Sorry. Seven months. <laughs> I think it's seven months. You know what I mean? I um, know it is two. Two. Yeah. Oh, Shadi, shoot. Yeah. That's that's two months. See, you yes. tripping? Not me. <laughs> you had everything. I was wrong. You can cash at me or her. Uh, I'm pretty sure she put it on the description. Or, or yeah, we do yeah. have a baby registry. We can we uh, love load that. Or you just want to show some love in general. Uh, my is dollar sign uh, Latarius Prince. That's dollar sign L E T A R I U S P R I N C E. Once again, that's dollar sign L E T A R I U S P R I N C E. And um, thank you for talking with you guys. I have to go ahead and close it out with all the good stuff. All right, so. This was another episode of Affirming Your Grief, available on all major platforms. Um, Again, he did mention my book. It is called Grieve, Heal, Thrive, Repeat, Practical Tips for Navigating Grief and Loss. It is a tool for both those who are grieving as well as those who want to help and support someone who's grieving but may not know what to say. Um, It is on Amazon. You can purchase it there Or if you want a signed copy, you can send a message and we can do that as well. Um, But you can also connect with me on Instagram. All of my available links are there. Um, It's at Jasmine C.L. Baker. Um, If you click the link in my bio, it will take you to Amazon. It'll take you to podcasts. It'll take you to my store to purchase shirts. Any and everything you need to contact me, send me a DM or anything like that is on my Instagram Again, that is at Jasmine C.L. Baker. Um, So that's it. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back with another episode shortly. And y'all have a great rest of your day. Thanks so much for listening to the Affirming Your Grief podcast. If you felt seen and heard in this show, feel free to share it with a friend or post it in your stories and tag us at Your Christian Grief Coach. Don't forget to leave a review on this show so that we can continue to affirm others in their grief journey.